Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast to guide you home into your human journey here on Earth. My name is Vivian Gerard, and it is my delight to co-create with Gaia and share our messages from Source in this now moment. Here we go. Episode 435. It is Thursday here in Cincinnati. It is gorgeous outside, hot, sunny, blue skies. We have just had the most beautiful weather this week. So I trust wherever you are, you are finding some time to get outside and to be with this beautiful planet. Today's title is called Walk With Me. (laughs) There's a beautiful story about it, and it's all about getting outside and walking on this planet. So let's settle in and see how how this is all going to be shared okay for for those who are not familiar with who your guides are you know your soul guides your spirit guides your angels your beings who work with you fairies uh, playmates imaginary playmates <laughs> whatever names you have grown up um, hopefully you've grown up hearing some of those titles and then feeling and experiencing beings, energies that support you that are not from this 3D (laughs) dimensional reality that we can see. I mean, perhaps you see your guides, but most people I talk to, they're they're more an energy, a feeling, a knowing that there is some loving presence around you. So I didn't really... Well, let me backtrack. When I was a little girl, I grew up with fairies. I loved fairy tales. I loved stories about goblins and elves and witches and uh, magic makers and all the beings that lived in the forests. And I loved fairy tales. And and it was very real to me. I just grew up in that world of fantasy through books and reading. And then merging with my reality, (laughs) which was not as sweet. (laughs) I mean, it was a good reality, but it wasn't like the fairy tales at all. (laughs) And then as I, as I became a teenager and a mom and then working, you know, you kind of put all that stuff to the side because there's stuff to do that's more pressing and there's children to raise and, you know, work that has to get done. And so all of that sort of magical realm was off to the side of my reality. And then when I started tuning back into energy and my own awakening, probably 2010, 11, 12, all of that um, mystery and beauty and imagination was activated, was reactivated. Well, there was a time when my children were little and I was reading a lot of books to them. That was a time of tapping back in, starting to open up the awakening, reminding me of this other way of being a human, this extra sensory playground that as adults, we don't do. (laughs) My children reintroduced me to that, which is such a beautiful gift. And then as my awakening started, and I was learning how to read energy and play with energy and manipulate my own energy, not other people's, but like, you know, form and work with how I could see things, how I could trust my seeing of things. Um, all of that magic started to come back in and and these realms opened up where it, it took a lot of time it took a lot of practice there were times I thought I saw something and then it wasn't what I thought and then there was that whole ego and disillusion and you know it was a real journey <laughs> for me <laughs> and I would say plant medicines were a facilitator for sure in opening that up but it was it was much more like this desire to believe that there is more than just what we see in the news and around us and in this reality. Like I wanted to access more than that and I knew there was more than that. And so my path of awakening was slow, (laughs) long, (laughs) curvy, ups and downs like a roller coaster. (laughs) There were times I had it all together and there were times I... (laughs) one of my favorite moments I'll share this because it's so funny (laughs) 
I, well, I wrote a book called One Day My Soul Journey in the Gaia Tribe, and it was all about my awakening. It was about like what it feels like when your consciousness starts to crack open some of the old beliefs and how disorienting and physically felt the consciousness shifts are. And so I describe like in the book how you move from third to fourth to fifth to sixth dimension and each time like what does your body do and how does it feel in your body and how do you metabolize that awakening like oh it's so much and most of the time you just think you're going crazy or you think you're hearing things or you think you have a terrible stomach flu that just won't stop or you get colds like, it's it's just such it's such a process. So one of the moments, <laughs> I, I don't know if I wrote about it in the book. I think I might have, <laughs> but if not, <laughs> it was like somewhere around, I think, fifth and sixth dimension. I went through like a huge shift in a, I don't know, six-month, nine-month period, like boom, 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 all these things opening up. And there was this one day where I was starting to realize that my body was metabolizing these things that I didn't understand. You know, now everyone calls them ascension symptoms. At the time, I didn't know what was going on in my body. I just knew I had to listen to what my body needed. And so I was outside in the sunshine, feeling amazing, in the pool, hanging out with my daughter and my husband and just having so much fun. <laughs> and then, whoa, like, all this energy started to come and move through me. And I was, like, lightheaded and <laughs> I was... I mean, I'm laughing now at the time. Not funny. It was overwhelming. <laughs> I felt like, how am I going to get from the pool to upstairs to lay down on a couch or, or like shower and dry off and go to bed? I, I can't, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And it was just an ordinary Sunday hanging out. There was nothing happening except this shift in consciousness suddenly just started. And I, I remember telling both of them, like, I don't. I'm not feeling good. And they're like, yeah, you're going to be fine. It's all good. <laughs> and they love me and care for me. But they're like, whatever. You're, you're super healthy. You're always healthy. Like, you're fine. Get over it. <laughs> I somehow, I don't even know how, like, walked myself into the lower level of our house, which is right here in my office. And I just laid down on the floor. Wet swimsuit towel. <laughs> I was just laying there. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I can't even move to the stairs. I can't even get to the bathroom. I'm just going to lay right here in my wet swimsuit with my towel because that's all I can do. <laughs> and my husband comes in. He's like, all right, I guess you're good. <laughs> he walks upstairs. <laughs> my daughter comes in. She's like, you okay? And I couldn't even move. I was like, uh-huh. She's like, all right. <laughs> so she goes upstairs. So I'm laying in the basement by myself. And I remember just thinking, this is an awakening. If I even had those words, right? Like I knew something was changing in me. I knew I was becoming more aware. I knew eventually I would feel really good because each of the times before when I'd felt so off, I always felt way better after that. But in the moment, I remember just laying on the floor. I think I was down here for two hours in my wet swimsuit in the air conditioning because it was summer <laughs> with my little wet towel. And I was like, what am I going to do? How? It wasn't funny at the time. I was like, how can I survive this process I'm going through? This is bewildering. It's too much. I, my body can't do this. <laughs> because so much was changing inside of me. And eventually, I got up. I made it to the shower. I went to bed. I'm sure I ate something. <laughs> and then I wrote about it in the book. <laughs> And it just kept happening, these like shifts, these cycles of, I talked about last week in navigating contractions, right? I would have this brilliant aha and magical moment of like, I understand how the whole universe works. And then right after that, a contraction, and I would be in the bathroom sick for hours or <laughs> laying in my bed at eight o'clock at night. And all I could do was go to sleep because my body was just so exhausted. <laughs> and then a few days would go by and I'd start to get my groove back and it was even better. It was so much better than it was before. And I was like happier, more excited, more in tune with everything. And it was just this sort of whoa <laughs> experience for years, for years, not just a little bit, like it went on and on. <laughs> and I wrote a book about it because I thought 
if I'm going through this, there must be other people who are also going through this. And so the more of us who are talking about it, maybe the more normal it becomes so that we don't feel crazy. We don't feel um, like we're the only ones that are having this magical process happening inside that doesn't look so magical always in the moment and that has a very physical experience as it's happening and a mental experience. I think the mind, we talked about this last week too, like sometimes the mind is this, it like grips you and it's so hard to loosen that grip and allow ourselves to stabilize and normalize. So yeah, I wrote a book about it. You can find it on Amazon or link on my website or wherever. It's, um, it's powerful to, to hear other people's stories of how they navigate really intense journeys of awakening. So, yeah, <laughs> not sure how I started on that. I think I was just talking about my awakening process. <laughs> but that one story is very clear in my mind, <laughs> laying on the floor for a while. <laughs> okay, so I, over the course of my awakening, have have come to remember those energies, those beings that play with me and, and support me and, you know, whisper to me, like, what will most help me on my journey and really offer guidance. And those voices, I call them my guides, you know, sometimes the archangels, like I definitely would say angels. I don't know that I necessarily have fairies who are speaking with me, but I absolutely believe in the realm of fairies. Um, yeah, and then Source and Gaia. So over time, I have learned the different uh, ways that those individual guides communicate. And almost, if you could say, like, they have a voice. I've learned the voices, the language of those guides. And I sort of placed them, you know, like, this one's here and this one's here and there's that one there. And so whenever I sit down to meditate, I can it's almost like a conversation like I can turn and go okay what do you have for me to hear okay what do you have for me to hear and I'm listening like speak to me and so these um, energies these beings of beauty and light who want only the best for me constantly are feeding me um, support and encouragement and then often like specific next steps like okay write the book about laying on the floor <laughs> write the book about the dimensions of consciousness start a podcast and talk about Gaia's love create this offering that's going to help teach people about these things and and so it's kind of like in the surrender experiment by Michael Singer where he just says yes to whatever comes along and then this amazing life was created it's been that way for me. It's listening to the guides that I trust that have only served my path and supported my path, listening to their wisdom, then applying it, applying it again and again and again. And then each time I'm like, oh my gosh, that was so beautiful. How did you know I was supposed to call that person? I can't believe that this event just suddenly, suddenly appeared and it was exactly what I needed. Magic is what happens all the time, <laughs> all the time in my life. And it's just like the most amazing way to live. And it's because I trust it. And there are times where I don't, and then I find out pretty quickly, that was dumb. <laughs> like that was a little reroute that did not need to happen. But I was thinking I knew more than all of these beings that see everything in my journey more clearly than I do here in this one little viewfinder lens that I have. <laughs> And so it's just become um, like a normal way for me of being a human. I am absolutely in my body, grounded, doing human things, holding space for myself, for my family, for my clients, for my friends, running a home, making meals, raising my children, creating and running my business. Like I am very present and grounded in my humanness and absolutely connected to the infinite part of myself and the more I open up to like the wonder and the complexity and the unknown of the infinite parts of myself and invite them to come more into my humanness the more magical and joyous my humanness becomes the less 
shit seems to stick to me <laughs> and bother me. And I might have a little dip or two here or there, but I don't have the like, you know, like down. <laughs> Even last week when I was sharing about contractions, there's, there's certainly contractions and there's certainly times where I'm like, I don't know anything. I know nothing about any aspect of any consciousness or the world ever. <laughs> and then like the next opening happens and I'm like, oh, wait, I knew more than I thought I knew before. <laughs> but it doesn't, it doesn't tank me. It doesn't, it dips perhaps, but not for long. And then it always is like a bigger expansion. And my knowing of that process and trusting the perfection of that process is what keeps smoothing it out. It's like there's, there's some part of me now that is always aware in the background. It's just a phase. You're moving through it. Don't get lost in this. You're going into something else. Just keep breathing. <laughs> Dory, just keep swimming. <laughs> just go lay in the sunshine for a couple hours. Everything's okay. It's going to be good. And I just have that constant mantra, knowing energy that is like so super steady. Yeah. So <laughs> how does that all tie in with walk with me? <laughs> well... There's, okay, so when I, when I wrote the book, I also write after that, the first book, I also wrote, um, created a program that I called Awakening the Guides. And it was, um, it's, it is, not was, it is like this eight module, eight week program that guides you through looking at the things that I looked at when I was going through my awakening. So like, what's your relationship to yourself and to the people around you? And then I've talked about this program before in the podcast, but quick, quick overview. It looks at yourself, looks at your relationship to your body. The next week is the masculine feminine energies within yourself and in your past relationships and your current relationships. And then we look at patterns, like what are your patterns? What are the ones that hold you back and limit you and how do you start to change them? And so we explore all these past patterns and work on changing them. And then we have a section on um, source, like what's your connection to God and the universe and consciousness? And then the next week is Gaia, like how, which is the week I'm in right now in the small group I'm running. Gaia, like what's your relationship to the planet? How, how did you get to be here <laughs> on this planet? And then the next week is why? Why are you here on this planet? And what is it you think that you're here to do? And how do we help you clarify that? And so each week you work through these modules and the last week is like integration and what do you do with all this? So it's a powerful, deep journey. It's self-guided. You decide how fast you're moving through it and then you accelerate or you slow down when you need to. And so you have this incredible container for your awakening that I wish I'd had <laughs> for mine. And also, if I hadn't done mine my, my way, I wouldn't have created the content for Awakening the Guide. So, like, I get that it's all perfect, but it would have been really nice <laughs> to have had the, this version of me right next to that version of me going, oh, honey, it's okay. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. You're going to get through this, and it's going to be, like, a whole new world <laughs> on the other side. So you just got to keep, like, taking it a step at a time, right? Just keep walking through it. So I created this course, and then a few people did it, and then a few more people did it, and then it just sort of has been sitting. And in the meantime, I've been building community and really loving bringing people together and connecting them and showing how one's strengths uh, work with the other one's strengths or weaknesses and how, you know, there's just so much um, wisdom and support that's offered in really beautiful sacred communities. And so I've been building that, and this summer I realized there's a way to combine them. There's a way to combine Awakening the Guides and this community work. And so I brought together a small group of five local women who have already been doing the community building into this program that I've called Infinite Embodiment Pathways. And each week for 11 weeks, we're moving through one of the modules of Awakening the Guides at a time. And holy wow, <laughs> holy wow, like it's, so beautiful to 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 witness the next level of awakening in these already very awakened women these are already women who are healers and guides and wise wise humans and yet there's there's like another level that they are accessing that they're ready for and so we've been going through these modules and 
I've been listening, re-listening to the Awakening the Guides content as we're going through it. And so there's this part of me that's like, you've already listened to it, you know, listen to it again, but it's just to, you know, take notes and be caught up with what they're doing. And, you know, <laughs> then I listened to the Source Week, sobbed <laughs> through all of that, totally had this beautiful, like, just deepening with source as I was in that week in that space and oh just feeling like so grateful that this is where I am in my journey and my my connection to source the universe is so like I want to say solid but it's not a solid thing is so unmesswithable <laughs> that's not the word people use but you know it's so um true it's so true and it's so in me that there's no swaying it there's no like unsteadiness to it and it doesn't require anyone else's approval or definition it's like i know and so i i just was in the beauty of feeling all of that in last week and then witnessing the ahas that were happening for other people as they were exploring their connection to source and then this week on Tuesday, I was like, okay, I am going to sit down and listen to all the content for the week about Gaia. And then also next week's, which is about your role that you play on Gaia. I'm like, I already know. <laughs> I already know so much about Gaia. I already know my role. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so this is the part about Walk With Me that... <laughs> I can tell I want to share with you. And also I'm like, ah, oh, now I'm adding even more accountability to myself because now you're going to know and then I'm going to have to do it. <laughs> so in the week about Gaia, what the content about it, what was so beautiful is um, I created the course four years ago, 18, four years ago plus, And everything I was saying about Gaia is still absolutely true. And a lot of what I was sort of predicting, if that's the word, or naming energetically that I could feel would happen has happened. And much of it in the time frame that I, I was, I don't want to use the word predicting. I was saying then like a year and a half or so, a year, year and a half, here's some of the things that are going to be shifting. And it's exactly the time that led right up to the pandemic. And not that I knew we were going to have a pandemic, but I knew there would be uncomfortable times. And so it was beautiful to feel how solid I was in my awareness then and how much has shifted with Gaia and humanity since then. And then I was thinking about the podcast I just created called Purple Tranquility a few weeks ago, a month or two ago, which was all about the new vibration of this planet, the new sustainable energy that she is and how humanity now is trying to learn how to match the consciousness that Gaia is sitting in. And so I could just feel this like total full circle moment happening as I was listening to all the content about Gaia. And then also just like, just my absolute reverent love for this planet, the gift that it is to be in a human body and right now in a human body. So there was all that magic. And then Right after that, I started on the next week's content, and it was tuning into your gifts. Like, why are you here? And it's a course called Awakening the Guides, Awakening Your Own Guides, who you work with and communicate with, and then also Awakening Those Guides who, who are meant to be guides, like all of us who are meant to be guiding other people on the planet. So it's like a dual layer. Again, I feel like I've talked about this many times here, but it's relevant to this week's episode. So I'm sitting on my couch. I'm listening to the recording. I'm like, yeah, I know my role. And one of the processes that I guide in the meditation is let's check in with who your guides are and let's see what they have to say to you. I was like, done, easy. <laughs> so I am listening to my voice from four years ago guide me in this moment so confident I know it all <laughs> and then all of a sudden everything started to change <laughs> I was like whoa what is happening and so I had to pause the recording and like reassess 
the placement of all of these beans that I have felt so certain. And they've moved a little bit before, but like this was a significant shift. And so I'm reacquainting myself with like different ones. <laughs> so I'll share. I have, I have a masculine guy on, guy, guide on my left who um, is very wise and um, like an author energy, you know, he's always the one who's like, and it's time for you to write, it's time for you to write, time for the next writing. <laughs> he's on my left, on my right, used to be this like consciousness that I was, that I call Ong Namo in my book, which is like the mother, the creator mother energy. And then behind me, um, the archangels and source, and then in front of me, um, there have been several friends I have loved deeply who have transitioned, and I have felt like their spirit, their soul, come back to support me and to guide me. And so they're usually like in front of me. And then, so it's it's, and then a couple other ones are just to the side. And so I've always felt like, and then my grandmother on my left and my great aunt on my right. And so I've always felt like, okay, I am so cocooned in and I know exactly what each of the voices are and which ones want to speak to me in what order. And, and on Tuesday, <laughs> there was what they call it, Chinese fire drill. There was a car shuffle. There was a like, everything moved. And I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> so on my left is still the beautiful male author. On my right I could feel the feminine energy was different, but I, I couldn't place like what or who. Um, it's helpful for me when I can give the energy a face or a personality, um, like those friends who have passed. When, when I tune in, I call them by their name, and also I know that's not who they are. I know they're the bigger consciousness of that one, but the familiarity of the human connection is like a bridge for me. And so I was feeling this feminine energy on my right, but I, I didn't know. And so I just sat there really quietly, and I just kept saying, as you're ready, I'm sure I will be introduced. Like, okay. <laughs> then it was so wild. I just literally could see the plant and hear the name and feel it all at the same time. It was like Aya, A-Y-A, which is a an abbreviation or a nickname given to ayahuasca. And so I'm sitting in my chair and I was like, ayahuasca <laughs> is now guiding me in my meditation time all the time, like next to me. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> and so I was just sitting really still like, what does this mean exactly? <laughs> and what I could feel is the best I can translate it in words. It felt like, Gaia, the earth, the planet, I've always talked about Gaia has a consciousness. She is an energy on her own without humanity, without, you know, anybody managing that. Gaia has her own journey, her own consciousness. And it felt like this representation of Gaia through a beautiful sacred teacher plant just presented right next to me and is just sitting here like... I have messages for you. I have um, teachings for you that you are going to be experiencing absolutely sober in your meditation time with no plants. But I am a plant teacher energy that is going to be by your side for a while. And I just was sitting there like, okay, <laughs> because my trust in the process is so true and and I know that every energy that is working with me always, because that's my intention and that's the filter in the energy bubble I put around myself, every energy that is working this intimately with me is for my highest and best good, always. And so there was this moment of, uh-oh, I'm not sure I want this. I'm not sure I'm ready for this. And then also, yes, absolutely, I, I am here as the student of consciousness still learning and you are the most ancient of teachers on this planet, so I will, I will learn. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but okay. <laughs> and then there was just this peacefulness of, okay, like now what's that going to do to my journey? What's that going to look like in my daily life? And how exciting, you know? I don't have to fly anywhere. I don't have to do any of the purging and the process. And also... 
what grace, what, that's not quite the word, what an incredible gift to receive from our planet in this moment. Like there was a humility that I felt of, oh, okay, me? All right. <laughs> I don't know if I'm what you're looking for, but you're here. So apparently like I will be listening and I will see where this takes me, which I feel like is the most powerful way and sacred way to approach any plant medicine experience. It's, it's with absolute reverence and trust and surrender. Like, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> right? No, 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 but yes. <laughs> I was listening to a great podcast yesterday and this man was talking about um, the mantra that he always offers anyone who is ever in ceremonial space of any kind. He said, the mantra is, I chose this experience because I know this experience will serve me. I chose to be here because I know that this will serve me. And I think that is such a, a beautiful way to navigate any unknown, right? I chose the unknown, and I know the unknown is going to serve me. And so I'm just going to be right here in this moment with it. Even if it's like the edge of a cliff and I feel like I'm about to fall off, I'm just going to be right here in the unknown is going to serve me. So I thought that was it. I'm like, yeah, we're good. <laughs> Aya, <laughs> sure. Aya and I are going to hang out. I'm ready. <laughs> Not really, but okay. <laughs> and then in front of me, the one um, teacher that I, she's no longer in the physical. She's um, an energy teacher now for me, but she's very much about the body and healing. And so I could feel her still steady as a rock right there. And then uh, musical energy around her. And then my friends who have transitioned to the side still doing their thing. And then right in front of me was this open space. And so I'm sitting in my body on my couch in my living room with all of this <laughs> and my voice that I have to keep pausing guiding me through this process <laughs> and I look in front of me with my eyes closed with my third eye open and I'm like there's a space for a reason someone someone is wanting to come through and then immediately I saw this card in my head a tarot card from the um, Oracle Shaman deck and it was the council I don't know if you've seen that card I'm sure I've shared it before in my card readings the council and it's, um, it's a card that talks about like the ancient ones, the elders that you work with are here now and they have some wisdom for you. <laughs> and so my whole body was like, oh shit, <laughs> because I remember this council. I've met them. I talked about it in my book, Just White Light, the book I wrote right before the pandemic started. Not that I knew the pandemic was going to start, but I knew this book needed to be published before um, the new moon in Aquarius in January of 2020. And so I wrote this book really fast. It came through in a couple weeks and I had it published. All of it happened within a month. And so boom, here's this book. And in the book, I describe like all the different planets and how I believe they're actually energy fields and thought forms. And we have different experiences as a soul at each of these planets. And when we're done with all of this soul learning and expansion there comes this moment where we meet with our council of guides and determine like are we ready to go back to the original source creator energy or are there other things we still want to do and in the book I write about the, like the specific things that my council told me or we agreed upon that would serve me one of them was to write the book another one was to have a little more play and pleasure um, I mean, there were like very specific four things that they said, and I shared those in the book, and then I started living those things, right? I published the book, and I started to have more experiences in my dream space about all these other energy fields and locations. But I remember the energy of the council, and it was, um, it's like all of your favorite mentors, teachers, the ones you look up to and respect the most as the authorities, the wise ones, all condensed into one energy. And they're sitting in front of you. And there's this sense of like <laughs> deer in headlights, squirminess. Am I in trouble or am I doing a good job? And what's going to happen with either one of these options? It's like a, for me, it feels like a mind game of, can I predict what you're about to say so I can have my response ready? <laughs> like the principal's office. <laughs> 
<laughs> like you're sitting there going, whoa, like what's, what's, what's my future look like <laughs> based on how this conversation goes? <laughs> and it could go either way. <laughs> and I remembered that feeling the moment I saw that card come into my third eye when I was sitting on my couch on Tuesday. And my whole body sat up and I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, why do I have Aya over here in the council in front of me? What's happening? What is happening? And the whole time I was like, I thought I knew everything. I thought I thought I was like the teacher in this Awakening the Guides program. And yet I was sitting there as a student like, I'm in trouble. And it was so funny. I was sharing with my gym class last night, my energy gym. It was just the funniest story to share because I'm like if anyone was just watching me you know like a punked or you're on a candy camera like if anyone was just watching me it would look like nothing was happening I was just sitting on my couch and I just sat up a little straighter <laughs> but inside my whole body like inside my humanness there was this cosmic reckoning that was happening of everything suddenly shifting and being reoriented which I talked about last week in navigating contractions. There's always going to be another expansion that comes after that. So I should have known, but I still wasn't quite ready for Tuesday. And also, that's really fast. I just talked about it last week, and now here we are. So I sat up really straight, and I had my eyes closed, and I could feel my whole body, like, lock up, tense up. You know, you have that feeling of, what are they about to tell me? And I don't understand. Like, I thought, I thought I was doing a really good job. I thought I followed all the rules, checked off all the boxes. <laughs> like, why is the council in my group of guides in this moment in my meditation? And it seems like they're going to be there a while. Like, this doesn't look like a little passing through. <laughs> this looks like everyone has a new seat, and this is the way it's going to be playing out. <sighs> so, pretty quickly, <laughs> as I sat at a full attention <laughs> I could hear them just like starting uh, like the main message was you have gotten lackadaisical about your meditation practice and you are supposed to be meditating every day and you have not been doing that you meditate when you feel like it and you meditate every week before the podcast other than that you sort of do it on the fly and that's not working anymore which is true totally true and also like I've been really busy <laughs> there's a lot going on in my world and I'm doing really good things <laughs> yet I could just feel them there was no budging it's like come on like back to the basics again so I said okay and then um I think I don't think I think that was the main message that day the the big thing was today, tomorrow, like you begin now. We're not waiting. So here, oh, and I was going to record a newsletter that day. So they said, get the newsletter out, get some of your little things that you need done, done. And then tomorrow morning we start, you need to crystallize, which crystallizing is that process I do of connecting to the core of our planet and then clearing out my chakras. So I'm like, okay, tomorrow morning I crystallize. Okay. And then I drew like the map of where everybody is and how it's all oriented and got on with my day. So Wednesday morning, <laughs> this is such a long story. And also it's so profound for me. And I feel like, why do we, this is just a sidebar. Why do we spend hours talking about silly things that are completely irrelevant to our, our self-development, our evolution, our pleasure of being a human, right? Like we spent hours talking about the accident on the road that got us delayed and the pile of work that we still have to get done and all the chores that we still haven't finished and this person who really pissed us off who, I mean, we could ramble, and I do, about junk for hours. And yet a story like this, which to me is revolutionary in who I am and who I'm becoming, and I know that and I can feel that, there's a part of me that's like, you're talking too long. You have to condense the story. You have to make the story shorter because podcasts that go too long are irritating. <laughs> I'm like, but this is so significant. For me, this is like such a marker, mile marker in what's 
evolving through me, what's coming next in my journey. And, and so I'm, I'm being spacious with it. I'm giving you all the details. I mean, pretty much all the details. There's a lot more self-judgment in there. <laughs> There's a little more fear than what I'm sharing. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of squirminess. Like, I'm really proud of how straight I'm sitting and how not squirmy for the most part I am being. But there was a lot happening in my body as all of this energy and infinite information was sorting itself out and becoming clear to me. So, yeah, I'm going to take my time telling this because it is a very significant story and it's cool that I get to share it with you. So Wednesday morning, go for my run, come back, shower, sit down. I'm going to crystallize. <laughs> so I do all my like getting organized and then I'm totally thrown off because where every guide used to be is not where they are now. And so like my process feels wobbly and, and I was trying to make sure I remembered, even though how do I forget? Of course I remember. So I'm tuning in and I'm asking each of the guides like, okay, what is there for me to know? <laughs> and then I get to the council <laughs> and I'm like, just sitting on my meditation pillow right here and I'm eyes closed like counsel <laughs> what is there for me to know oh my god this is sounding so hysterical as I say it out loud to you but it's it's so real it is absolutely as real a part of my day as eating my smoothie and laying in the pool and everything I do so I say to the council like what is there for me to know please I'm right here doing what you told me yesterday I need to do I'm going to meditate every day now. <laughs> and immediately, they're like, step up. Step up and stop being in fear. And I was like, okay. And then right after that, they're like, and straighten your spine. Sit up straight. <laughs> I like sat up. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. All right. You know, open your shoulders a little wider, which opens your heart chakra a little bit wider. And I was just sitting there trying to hold this new energy of, like, lose the fear. Lose any fear you have of being judged or critiqued or uh, rejected. Like, just be true to yourself, which all of us, that's a message for every single one of us. Step up and let go of any fear. Like, straighten your spine and be fully yourself. Run your own energy up and down your chakras so that you are in you. Like, be you all the way, fully. And so I'm... I was sitting in that energy for a couple of minutes, just sort of readjusting my body and um, centering. And then um, they started showing me an image of myself outside walking in my garden, holding my phone and doing like an Instagram live. And, and the title I saw or the invitation I saw was walk with me. And I was like, what? <laughs> And so they start showing me or my, maybe my counsel is my higher self talking to me. Like, I don't, I don't know that I fully in a human mind can understand. Maybe it's source from my back in front of me as a mirror reflecting me. I mean, it's all energy that I come from and return to and that wants to support me. And so I'm watching this little movie play out in my head of me walking around, walking and inviting people to walk with me. I was like, what's that? <laughs> Isn't that funny? It's like when our parents say it's time to go to bed. When we're children, we're like, bed? What's bed? <laughs> time? What is time? <laughs> Who said I'm supposed to go to bed? Bath? I don't understand that word. <laughs> That's how I feel with my guides. It's like I have to say what they say out loud so that I can hear myself say it, even though I know what they said. <laughs> so I was telling my gym class, my gym group about this yesterday. <laughs> oh, I was laughing so hard. I'm like, yeah, they think that I'm supposed to like do an Instagram live <laughs> in my garden walking around. They're like, that's a great idea. I'm like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but also, of course, I'm going to have to do that. Of course. And we'll see. I'm tentatively maybe going to do it right after this video, but there's still this squirminess inside of me that's like, I don't know, that's kind of odd <laughs> just to walk around my garden. <laughs> like, why? 
and who's going to want to do that? But here's, here's what they were showing me. And so I'm sort of processing this out loud still clearly because I'm still talking about it. The feeling I had, the feeling I had is there's, there's so many voices that come to us each day. I mean, I'm one of them if you're watching this video, right, or listening to the audio. There's, there's all these vibrations or frequencies of sound that are informing our human experience all day, every day. And so some of them are ones that we choose, you know, well, all of them are ones we choose or they wouldn't be in our experience. But some of them are ones we choose as family or friends and pets. And so they're right by us all the time. And we hear their voices all the time. There's our own voice. And then through technology now, there's these voices that we start to discern that match the frequency that we want to embody. And so we're bringing in these different frequencies and voices to better calibrate and adjust our own. And so all of these sounds are coming in. We do this through music too, right? Music, nature, um, voices, um, jobs. Sometimes jobs have a certain sound if you're like the airplane jets just came to mind. Like there's a sound that comes even through those big headphone things they wear or ear protectors. But all of these sounds come in through our ears and then they're doing their magic inside at the back of our throat chakra and then informing the sounds that come out of our throat. Just like also our nose, right? We're breathing in smells and atmosphere and all of that also is infusing the specific voice, the specific vibration we will emit out to the world. And so depending on what we're bringing in is definitely going to influence what's coming out. And so when I was tuning into this idea of walk with me, it was like, it feels like walk with me is a pause in the noise of the day and a retuning or a reintroduction of the sounds of Gaia. So it's just a, a quick I mean, I see these videos, well, my guides showed me <laughs> these videos as three minutes, two, three minutes, maybe four or five at the max, but like brief, you know, brief. And it's just me in my human body grounded, present as Vivian in my garden or the neighborhood around me, like the place where I bring a lot of my energy and vibration presently in the moment live with those who need that pause to reconnect with the consciousness of Gaia, with the sounds, the peacefulness of Gaia. And so like here in my home, there's so many birds, the wind moves through the trees, you can hear the water because we have a little top step that has a fountain kind of noise in the pool. Um, the traffic is like distant because we're at the top of a hill. So you can kind of hear like a valley sound, like the sounds are just so peaceful. It, later in the day, you can hear um, like the grasshoppers, the frogs. It's, it's just beautiful. The sounds of my home are beautiful. And so I was feeling like walk with me to me is movement. You know, let's, I'm walking the planet in my presentness, in my embodiment. And I don't need to say stuff. I just need to be and then you get to choose to be in that few moments with me. And so there's this little respite, this little pause in the day of we're just going to be present together in the live moment, in video, audio, you and me. And breathe for a moment. But not with me as like the teacher and the person who has an answer and some wise thing. Like I don't, I don't want to have to think of anything wise. I just want to be. And let Gaia communicate through my video. So my guides are showing me all this, the council. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not, I haven't done an Instagram live yet. I don't think I'm starting now and I don't really need to. I have my podcast. Why do I need to do any other stuff like that? I don't think that's necessary. And that's how I sat for a little while because they wouldn't let me move on. Like, they just kept showing me the scene. So I paused <laughs> and then I ran some errands. That was all Wednesday, yesterday. 
And then I came back and I had an energy session with just this beautiful friend client that I love so much for her birthday. <laughs> and of course, some of these same themes all start popping up. And at one point she says to me, not knowing I've just had this experience, none of that. She says to me, there's this guy that I follow. I need to send it to you. He does this walking thing where like people follow him and they videotape him and he just walks and you can walk with him. And he's like a Buddhist monk and he, he doesn't even say anything. I was like, no, <laughs> no, come on, <laughs> come on. It couldn't have even been six hours. Well, it was like eight in the morning. I think that was it too. Maybe it was six hours, seven hours. Like it was complete, like, you know, tapping to the hand <laughs> from my guides to me. So I shared with her and she's like, yeah, you're supposed to do that. <laughs> yeah. That was yesterday. I thought about it. I didn't do it. <laughs> I shared it with the gym didn't do it <laughs> and then today today when I was doing my meditation because I've been told now to meditate every morning again when I was sitting down doing my meditation I tuned in with the the male energy on my left and I was like do I really have to do this because <laughs> I really just don't want to <laughs> and it was the sweetest thing he said well we're all going to be walking with you like this isn't about you <laughs> ego viv <laughs> this is about you creating a technology opening for all of us as guides who are working with you to also send energy out to all of those who will be in the moment with us it's not about you it's about you being the bridge the conduit the opening that allows this love to flow from pure consciousness into humans who are busy and tired and overwhelmed and not believing or remembering that there's more to this human journey than just going to work and you know all the stuff it's like so we're gonna be right there and it's not about you you just have to get yourself up and go do it because you're the one in the human body and we're not and I can just feel my whole body like oh oh okay <laughs> Now I get it. I mean, I'm still probably going to be a little clumsy and awkward, but I'll do that. Like, I'm all in for that. And so that's what I think I'm going to do. <laughs> I think I'm going to do that right after this, but we'll see. We'll see. My resistance is so amusing to me. Do you get that way? It's like, why am I resisting this? Every single thing that I've ever been guided to do has been so beautiful and perfect and better for me than if I didn't do it. So like, what's the resistance? <laughs> but it's that unknown, it's that new technology, that new thing that I'm not familiar with that, ugh, you know, I gotta learn it again and I don't, so I'm just gonna invite my guides to smooth out the pathway and then I'd love to have Gaia share the vibration of this Everyone who comes to our house is like, oh my God, it's an oasis. It's like a paradise. I'm like, I know, <laughs> it is. And I live here. <laughs> I would love to be able to share the, the frequency of this place in those short little nuggets. So it's a win-win-win for all. Walk with me. That's what I'm calling it. And I'm not committing to how many times I'm doing it or how often I'm doing it or what it's going to look like. <laughs> I'm not making any commitments except that I'm going to trust and show up and apply what my guides are clearly trying to tell me is, is next, along with all the other assignments they gave me. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot that needs to be done, but I can do it. It's totally doable, or they wouldn't be showing me, right? And they wouldn't be showing you. So what do you do with all of this? beautiful, amazing information that I'm sharing with you. My suggestion is sit down and meditate. And if you don't know how to meditate, it's okay. Just ask your guides to help you meditate. And what you'll find is all of a sudden you're meditating. And you don't even know if your meditation is like other people's meditations. It doesn't have to be. It's literally just keeping, and maybe you don't even need to be still. I need to actually have my body sit and my eyes close so that all of my attention 
is inside of me. Like for me, that's what supports my meditation the best. Some people need the movement. Like my husband, when he's at the gym, he can just clear the cobwebs like nobody's business in 30 minutes of uh, being on the elliptical. And he's like laser focused for what's going next. Sitting still would drive him nuts. Or at least that's what he tells himself. So that's his experience. Maybe it would be different. I don't know. Your way of meditating is going to be exactly right and perfect for you. And none of us can tell you what that is. We can offer suggestions, but it's you sitting or walking and setting the intention. Like I bring all of my focus inside of me. And I, my suggestion is invite, I invite my guides to speak with me, to support me, to show me like what serves me right now. What serves me next on my path? How, how do I step into more and more and more of myself? And then the more I'm doing that, the more I'm sharing my gifts with the world, the, the things I came here to contribute to Gaia, to consciousness, to humanity, to my family, to myself. I'm in my genius because I'm connected to myself and my gifts. And if all of us are doing that, there's no need for comparison or competitiveness or lack or less than or any of that. There's just this joy in being a human, infinite in this human embodiment. So meditate would be my suggestion, even if you don't think you know how. And then apply whatever it is that you receive in that meditation time. Like actually start doing the thing that you're guided to do because each time you begin doing that the next thing presents itself and then the next thing and then you just keep applying and the next thing and all of a sudden you're living this whole other reality that 10 years ago 12 years ago 20 years ago I would never have dreamed that I would be sitting here <laughs> making this video about to go walk in my garden and have my guides communicate through technology to you what <laughs> what and yet I love this reality. I love the way I get to live. I love the magic of what is happening in my world. I love that I get to share that magic. So that would be what I suggest first. If you feel any sort of like awakening the guides, like what's that? I will put the link below. I encourage you to tune into that and see if that self-guided support, you know, walking through the modules with me doing it in the same um, container as you, if that feels supportive to you. The exchange for that is $888. It's about to go up. I'm not sure when, but soon. And it's going to go to 1111, which is the number of awakening that so many associate together. And so it feels like the right move. Um, soon, I'm still adding more content as we go through this small group program, which we're at week seven right now. We've got another month to go amazing. <laughs> and if you want that small group support, that process is called Infinite Embodiment Pathways, and I'll put a link to that below also. And then Instagram. If you don't follow me on Instagram, apparently I'm going to be doing a lot of lives. <laughs> so you could tune in and we could go walk together. Or <coughs> as I clear my throat, um, what it feels like to me is wherever people are in their day, whenever I happen to pop in, there's an invitation to just pause. Like whatever you're doing at your computer or, you know, if you're running around, just like sit down for a moment or maybe you want to walk, tap into the energy that I'm experiencing as I walk for a few minutes and bring Gaia and all of my guides through to you and all of their love and all of their support. Like just pause what you're doing and be in that receiving of all of that beauty and then as soon as the live is over just go on go on with your day or I think I think that IG lives turn into stories after they're done I still need to figure that out but if that's the case and you're scrolling through Instagram and you happen to see my story and it's a walk from earlier in the day pause your scrolling and be in the few minutes with me and like sync up, right? Tune in and feel whatever you feel of that moment of presence together. And then move on with your day. <laughs>
so yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll do this for a few times, a few weeks, a few months, a few years. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because there's a bigger plan at play and I'm just showing up for my part of it in the best way that I can over and over. And it's really fun. <laughs> All right. I think I'm going to go outside and record a little video. So, yeah. Have a beautiful day and I'm sending you so much love. Thank you for tuning into this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Facebook or Instagram in a community I call the Gaia Tribe Reunion, where we show up together to share our soul's gifts, what we came here to Gaia to contribute to humanity. You can learn more at viviangerard.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.